party never ends In a motel land with my sins, yeah I'm trying to get revenge You'll be all out of love in the end Spent 10 hours on this flight, man Told the pilot ain't no flight plans Can't believe whatever I'm saying And ain't no whenever I land Football world. This is fourth quarter football presented by Dan, Justin, aka Only Real Takes, and Joe, aka Joey Butt Fumble. In today's episode, we're giving our locks of the week, some best bets, and our week four predictions. Also, bottom five teams. How's it going, guys? It's me, Justin. Today I'm here to talk with you about gambling. I like making money, I like losing money. I love parlays, best bets, locks, you name it. Today, I have three best bets for you and two locks of the week. So far, two and one of my best bets, the only one that didn't hit was an over that lost by half a point. I'm gonna blame it on a missed extra, an extra point kick, missed extra point kick. That was in the Chargers Chiefs games, so yeah. Blame they it just there. knew that was going to happen. Yeah. Me, personally, yep. I'm 2-0 on my locks of the week, so I'm happy about that. But here, starting off for you, for this week, here are my best bets. Starting off, I have the Lions to cover the spread versus the Bears, plus 3.0. Plus 3.0. Plus mm. 3 points. I think that's going to be huge. Dan Campbell, you can't drink that much coffee and not win a football game this year. It's going to happen. Jamal Williams. Those two points alone, that's all I need to say. Bears are an awful team. Next. Justin Fields might die. He honestly could. Yeah. He honestly could. Next, my next pick. I have the over in the Cardinals at the Rams to hit 54 and a half. It's a high over. These are two high-powered offenses, especially that Cardinals defense I don't like. I think both teams are going to put up points. Yep. That'll be easy. I like that. Next, Bucks money line over the Patriots, minus 320. I think that's going to be a pretty easy win. And finally... We're all going to pick our locks of the week here. I'll say my two first of Who the week. Who are your two? I don't know. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> I do have them right here. The huh. first one is the Cowboys over the Panthers. Okay. Cowboys look electric right now. Panthers struggled against the Texans oh, once McCaffrey got hurt. Yep. I still think the Panthers are a good team, but they need McCaffrey to win this game. Him not playing, that's huge. Yeah. Not a big Chuba. I actually love Chuba Hubbard. Hubbard. Solely off of his name, he's going to be good in the NFL. That's that's it. Second game, my second lock of the week, Packers over the Steelers. Steelers and Ben, Ben specifically, he's done after this year. I think yeah. that's pretty easy to he say. He should have been yeah. done after last year. He should have yeah. been done two years ago. As when soon as he got that the sidelines. As soon as he got that surgery, he's been donezo. I think that'll be pretty easy. Packers are a good team. Steelers, they'll, they'll compete. They'll keep it close. Yeah. Packers are winning this one. I mean, Big Ben's going to throw for another 350 yeah. yards, but that's just because... That's going to be on 60 attempts and, three and some check downs out. to Najee. Exactly. Jair, watch out for a Jair pick. And call so, it. Dan, I'm going to ask you first. Yeah. What are your locks of the week? All right, I got Jameis over the Giants. That's just the easiest pick in the world. The Giants are 0-3. Saquon went to Penn State, which proves a lot. And then I think Jameis is just going to come out here, do his thing. Yeah. Have another pregame meme moment yes look at your partner to your left yeah. and i think he's gonna easily get this dub over the giants i like it i mean i love Jameis. it's hard to hate on him. my only comment again just gonna retweet it saquon going to penn state means the giants are gonna be bad that's, yes. i mean that's true yes if there's yeah and watch out I, I know we can't mention college football but next week we got Iowa against Penn State. <laughs> and oh. Penn State is going to get a rude awakening. They're going to get trounced. I'm just okay. going to predict right now. I think minimum Iowa wins that game by two touchdowns. I like the calling it the right vocab now. there. Trounced. trounced. Did you learn that on your vocab toilet paper, Justin? I've never taken a vocabulary class or English class in my life. No? Yeah. I know I, that's I solely it, off of just, uh, you know, Trouncing. being an intelligent person. Yeah. but. I was going to trounce the field. Shout out Deuce Boy, Terry Roberts, yep. best defender in all of college football. Had an interception yep. last night. That's all I need to say. All right. all right. Daniel, who's your second Next block? one. Baltimore over Denver. Mm -hmm. I think Denver. Three easy games. We all know that. Baltimore, yeah. I think, can beat anyone in the league. 
and I think Lamar plays well. They can beat them. Baltimore's fine. I think they're. I think they're gonna win against Denver. I'd agree with that. Yeah, it's gonna be close. I think the the Broncos' defense is good. The Ravens' Mm -hmm. offense is good. It's gonna be a good matchup. It will. And I think Calais Campbell will have a tipped ball. Ooh, that would be. I like that. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna mark that down. It's not gonna be an interception, but he's gonna tip. I'm marking that down right now. Calais Campbell tip pass. I like that pick. I do too. All right, that's all I got. All right. Um, I guess I'll go into mine then. Yeah. The Rams over the Cardinals is going to be my first lock. Um, I think, you know, two top-tier, like, NFC teams, uh, divisional matchup at that as well. The Rams are on fire right now. Mm-hmm. Um, Matthew Stafford is apparently their saving grace. That's all mm-hmm. they needed to click. Um, we talked to them, we talked a lot about them on, you know, last week's podcast. Yeah, we did. But... And there's not much more to say, but I just think Stafford, Cup, Higby, Jackson, they'll eat against the Cardinals' defense. Um, I think in order for the Cardinals to win this game, they're going to have to like rely on something other than Kyler's playmaking ability. And I just don't see that happening against the dominant um, Rams' defense. Yes. So Rams over Cardinals is my first lock. My second lock is going to be Tampa Bay over New England. Um, I know Justin had that in one of his best bets. Um, I think that that one's an easy one for me. I know people are hyping it up to be a Brady coming home game. The Patriots are going to give it that extra, extra try, try and revenge. I I think they'll probably keep it close, but I agree. I just, I don't, I don't believe in Mac Jones winning this game. Not yet. I I like Mac Jones. I want to say that. I just don't think he has enough to beat this Bucks team. And I mean, for me, this was an easy lock. Um, so with that, why don't we get on to our next but segment? I just have one comment. One, one comment yep. at all, just on your Rams pick. There's one reason the Rams are going to win that game, and it's Deshaun Jackson breaking off some long play, and if he celebrates, they'll win the game automatically. Oh, yeah. If that's he doesn't all. celebrate, they won't win. No. That's um, all. That's all. I agree yeah. with you. That was a good point, Justin. Thank you for Thanks. bringing that up. You know, it's always some valuable information yeah. here. All right, so we've actually had a single game in between our last podcast and this podcast, so why don't we talk about that next? I would love it's that. It's going to be the Bengals versus the Jaguars. Um, it was a very interesting game. Thursday night games kind of tend to be a little bit more boring, in my opinion, yeah. at least. Um, but the Jaguars were up 14 to nothing going into halftime. What happened yeah. to that lead? So just... Before you go, you made that small comment on Thursday night games. Like, I agree. Usually what the NFL does, they do it on purpose. They pick a crappy game to put on Thursday night because they know most people aren't watching football on a Thursday. Me, personally, I take that time to watch those games because there will be two crappy teams. Ends up being yeah. one heck of a game Usually most of the time. like how it did. Surprising you. You know, whether yeah. it was Washington versus the Giants, that was another... That one Thursday night game. Yep. That's all my only comment. Yeah. This game specifically, though, like you mentioned, I thought it was a great game. Ended up being pretty good. Jags came out hot early. They did. Trevor was lo- throwing them. They were running that college style off. Robinson. Yes. Oh, he yeah. He's just running Dan, all over him. I, I know like you that. have him on yep. your fantasy team. What are your thoughts on so, James Robinson so far? He played two weeks, scored like eight points and then nine points. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, what are they doing? Jags suck, which is obvious. And then I benched him week three, and he had 25 points. So I was like, oh, God. Oh. And then I played him this week, and he got me 20. So I'm back on James Robinson. I think they keep feeding him like they did this yeah. past game. I think they it, it obviously might helped get them. a win. It helped them. Yes. Um, I liked Joe Mixon, too. Yeah. yeah. Um, last year, he, you know, bad running back. Yeah. This year, he's doing well. Yeah, he got a little yeah. shaken up after. My thing with Mixon, like right his talents, his talents always there. It's just the Bengals. Yes, yeah. they and need now that the Bengals yes. are, In I'm not going to say great, yeah. but they're good. Yes, they're not I bad. Yeah. And so it's been good to see him kind of you know come out of his uh, previous shell that yeah. he was in, being held back by that offense. Um, I really think that. Uh, I mean, it came down to the wire this game. It Field did. goal mm-hmm. with five mm-hmm. seconds left. Yeah. It's always fun to see that. My um, oh, I didn't mean to interrupt you there. You're all right. We need to comment on one person this game, CJ Uzma, CJ Uzama, tight end yep. for the Bengals. Came Absolutely out of nowhere. had an electric game. I mean, he showed 
bits and pieces of talent, but genuinely, I'm being dead serious. When Burrow fed him in the red zone, he looked like Kittle out there, just breaking through tackles. Both of his touchdowns were just like some 20-yard scamps right into the end zone. Yep. He skipped in there like it was nothing. He actually, like, he looked like yeah. a really good tight end this game. And Burrow was accurate with his passes. He yes. gave it where it needed to be so he could run, dive into the end zone. Yeah. Any, any, you guys, that's all our that's comments all. I think we have one, on this game. One thing, um, Bengals kicker mix, missed the uh, 40-yarder to, like, start the game when yeah. it was 0-0. And he's a rookie. I was really hoping he missed the game winner because that would be really funny. I agree. It's always fun to see a game going to overtime. Yeah. That's like on my point again with Thursday night games. I just root for chaos at that point. I mean, yeah. And it's... he's got he's a rookie and his first four games he has two game winning field goals. So yes. shout out to I think it's Stevenson. I forget his name, but something like that. Yeah, it's something. I think Florida. it's McPherson. Uh, oh, yeah. McFier- yeah, it is. Some- it is. It's McPherson. Fe- something son. Yeah, it, he has a weird name. Yeah. But so, yeah. I, I think that's all we're going to need to speak about on this Thursday night game. Folks. Evan McPherson. Evan. Evan McPherson. Yep. All right, folks. All right, on to our next segment, which is our week four predictions. We're going to start with our one o'clock game. Washington football team at Atlanta. All right, dude. Did you want to start off with your picks? Yeah, what are your thoughts on this game? So, I'm still not set on Washington. I've said this before. I don't like their defense. People are hyping them up. I just don't think they're that great. It's going to be another NFC East as in last year. Besides, the Cowboys are a little better with Dak. But I got... The Atlanta Falcons winning this one. Oh, interesting. Yep. Yeah, you're putting all the money on uh, Cordero. Yep, Cordero. I do Matt love Cordero. Ryan. I think he needs a. I love Cordero. Yep. He's. I mean, it's it's hard I love to put Cordell. him in QB. I love Cordero. That's all I'm gonna say. I would like that. to see them line up in the Wildcat a couple exactly. of times against the exactly. Washington defense. Confuse Montez yeah. Sweat. Confuse yeah. Chase Young. Yeah. I feel like, I mean, that defense has already been underperforming this year yep. after a, such a strong performance last year. So it's really going to just depend on how, like, Matt Ryan uh, matches up against their front four. Yeah. Because yeah. he's honestly one of the most sackable quarterbacks, not very mobile. He is. Yeah. Pocket he is. passer. If they get a decent amount of pressure on him, that could be game-changing. Yeah. So, Dan, you said you picked... The Falcons to win this one. Yep. I have Heineke's Washington oh. football team winning. Mm-hmm. I've been really happy seeing uh, Heineke's progression. I love that he's a starter in the NFL right now. Yeah. And, um, I, I just have them winning this one. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna pull yeah. off. Return of Curtis Samuel. I think we're all Terry McLaurin. Um, missing Fitzpatrick right now. Right? We are big time. Fitzmagic. It's not the NFL season is not the same without Fitzmagic. Yep. Yeah. What's going on? Like I, I feel like I'm. There's a hole in my heart. That's it, it, I think it's just like, as much as I think talent wise, like Heineke and Fitzmagic at this point in Fitzmagic's career, he wasn't like loads ahead of him, but he just adds such a flair to the game that the yes. NFL feels hurt when he's not in. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So. It sounds like we're one and one so far. Yeah. Dan has the Falcons. I have the football team. Yeah. Justin, what? What's your conclusion? I actually, I'm not picking. I'm not picking this. You're not. No, I have Washington in this personally. Oh, so oh. I still, even though the defense has divided. came out slow, I think Washington's gonna prevail in this one just because Atlanta has too many issues. I think Atlanta has more issues than Washington overall. I think Washington has a much better run game. They have better. At least I, Atlanta has Calvin Ridley in yes Pitts, in Kyle Pitts. which are huge, but yes. their offense isn't electric enough where they can it make a big not. difference. Yeah. I do think Washington's offense can be better by using Gibson and J.D. McKissick. McKissick, yes. I'm glad I, you I mentioned think, them both yes. because I forgot to. My thing is I think both of them, they're kind of like – they're not obviously the same situation as the Browns, but they use both of them in different ways. Both of them can be good running backs for them, so I think that's what's going to put them ahead. For uh, Washington to win this game, they need to establish the run and feed Scary Terry McLaurin. That's how they win this game. Feed Scary Terry. Feed the running backs. They'll win this if that's the case. If they can't stop Cordell, though, there's nothing they're going to do. There's nothing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if you can't stop Cordell, game over. Yeah. But I think that they can. So, we'll see. Uh, It sounds like it's 2-1 to on this one. Yeah. Um, Justin, what's our next slate, then? Uh, I'll do... The Texans at the Bills. Texans so right at the now, Bills. Oh. 
Oh, this is not the Bills. Watch out, Davis Mills. All I'm going to say in this, I just, looking, I'm a big gambling guy, big into betting that yeah. stuff. The Bills are favored by 17 points this game. Interesting. Which, so I think all year, everybody has been just, oh, and Texans suck. Texans are yeah. going to be awful. They've covered in nearly every single game, outperformed what I think. I will say, Bills are really hot right now, so could they cover those points? Definitely. But... I had to give my prediction. Bills are going to win this game. Texans are covering that 17 and a half points, though, or 17 points. I think Texans will keep it within two touchdowns. I think that's an easy prediction to say. I think this game is going to be lower scoring than people expect, only because Bills' defense is super underrated. Texans' defense is also a little bit underrated. So I think it's going to be a lower scoring game, but Bills are going to prevail in this one. Easy, okay. simple. Okay. Either Dan, one of your thoughts. I agree with What's that. What's your pick? I agree. I think Bills Mafia is going to be rowdy. Yeah, they will. Return of Ty God, which is disappointing that he's not playing because he'd probably win. Oh, but with Davis Mills, his long neck, I think uh, I think Buffalo is just going to be all over him on yeah. defense. Yeah. They're going to be attacking the quarterback. I think a few turnovers, yeah. and I think Josh Allen's better feed Stephon Diggs and not Emmanuel Sanders. But <laughs> right, I think, at least fantasy-wise. Yeah. yeah. I think Bill's yeah. got this easily. I have a question. How much of an advantage do you think Davis Mills' neck is on the field? I, I'm not answering that question. I think that gives him, like, an extra foot in height. Right? Because, like, if you're yeah. his size with a regular size neck, you're not seeing over the offensive line. Like, do you yes. just see – Are you? do you get that all-22 so, film? Yeah. From it, it, it's literally taller quarterbacks are a thing, but what's underrated and people don't realize it, big neck quarterbacks are huge. High neck. Mike Glennon, for example, one of the best Talk quarterbacks in Glennon NFL again. history. <laughs> Two podcasts in a row we've brought up Mike Glennon. I love this. Uh, I think it's... We, Matt Ryan we, looks we like skipped a podcast. Guy. It was two episodes ago. Oh. It wasn't our first episode where we talked about Mike Glennon. Mike Glennon. I think. Mike That's Glennon. my only comment. on. I don't think this game there's much to say on it, but Joey... Uh, I assume you picked Bills. I did as well. Uh, I mean, it's hard. It's hard. I know. It's hard going 3-0, oh. especially with the with the... With the Bills, um, yeah. I just think that the the Texans they have a solid veteran foundation, which I've enjoyed to see kind of flourish throughout this year. Yeah, especially because last year they were doing so poorly. Yeah. Um, but I just don't think that they're going to be able to get things going on offense, like you said. Agree. Um, I agree that it's not going to be as high scoring as a game that people think, especially with how flashy the Bills have been in the past two weeks. Yes. Um. But, again, the Bills are rolling strong offensively. Um, they have a surprising surge in defensive strength. Their run game's been going as well. I just hope, like Dan said, uh, that they feed yeah, Diggs more. Diggs. No one feet. else. Yes, no one else. Zach, not Zach Moss, no. not Devin Singletary, not no. Emmanuel, Emmanuel Sanders, Sanders not Cole, Cole Beasley. Beasley. Just no. Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs. Josh Allen. 20 yeah. receptions at least. Yes. Please. Agreed. Please. Joey, right, so what I do you have as our next game? We can start our next game as the Detroit Lions at the Chicago Bears. We all know how we feel about the Bears. We had a big debate last time. Um, the Lions, the Bears. you know, they're, the Lions are 0-3. Uh, you're kind of looking to prove their worth with a win, finally. They've been close a couple of mm -hmm. times. Uh, they came back um, against the 49ers. They played well against the Packers. It's another divisional game. Um, I think Dan Campbell's team, when you, again, as Justin said, when you drink that amount of coffee, yeah. there's no way your defense isn't going to be strong. And I see the Bear, uh, the Lions defense overpowering Justin Fields again. He's just He looks too nervous. I don't think that the Bears will plan uh, offensively enough for Justin Fields' play style. Um, if they do so, it's going to be close, but I still ha I have the Lions. Yeah, Dan. Yeah, thoughts. I agree. Um... I, I think the same thing. I think the Lions get this one. I think Goff comes out, shows what he's worth. Mm -hmm. I think they put up a few points, and I I think Chicago's just going to have another hard day on offense. Agreed. Fields is going to be crying at halftime, being like, what am I doing with my life? I hate this. And just, like, maybe quit and retire at half. Yeah, he might. Potentially. That's, I mean, my prediction earlier when we were talking about locks and stuff is that Justin Fields might die. Honestly, I genuine concern. I think he retires. Yeah. So the two two things on the table right now is our death and retirement for so, Justin Fields. 
Here's my comment on this game. And I already said this because I picked the Lions to cover the spread as one of my best bets, having them give three points. I think it's a travesty to them because they're the better team overall this year. No jokes at all. We talked about it, but just one thing everybody can agree on is just the Bears look bad. Bears look really bad. They really don't have much promise. David Montgomery's a good running back. They have good receivers, but just nothing's clicking for them. Nothing. Nothing. But what I'm going to say on that, the difference maker this game is going to be Jamal Williams. I want you all, mm-hmm. if you've never, look up Jamal Williams and just listen to him talk. Look at his outfits. Everything about y'all, yeah. Jamal Williams, I love. That's one difference maker. Second, second difference maker, maker, we already mentioned it. Joey mentioned it. Dan Campbell soup is going to come out there. He's going to motivate his squad and they're going to just, they're going to out heart them. They play with heart. They play with soul. They're going to heart them. They do. I agree, Justin. I'm glad you brought that up again. That's a good and point. No jokes aside after this game, if it goes half as bad as it did last week for the bears, I think Nagy's going to be fired after this losing a divisional game to a bad lions team. I think if they lose as badly as last week, then Nagy's going to be fired. Nagy fired, Justin Fields dead or retired. It's going to be a bad day for the bad news bears. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, I think we're ready to talk about our next game. I think we are as well. Uh, I think Dan was going to bring this one up. What do you... What's our next game? Yep. So our next one is Carolina at Dallas, the Cowboys. In Jerry World, I think the Cowboys stay hot and win this one. Their offense is just too electric. I think if you feed Zeke, you're going to get the dub. And without McCaffrey, he's not playing, right? He is not. It's going to be tough that's for the Panthers. My fantasy As of right says. now, CMC is not yeah. playing. And, yeah, I know I know the Panthers are 3-0, and but I think the Cowboys stay on top. They score probably 42 points this game. Yeah. And just chuck the hell out of the ball. Agreed. That's interesting because last week they relied so heavily on their yeah. run game. And the week before. It's just so it goes to show yeah. how good the Cowboys actually are yeah. on offense They're this offense. year. Dynamic. That's the Dynamic. word. Dynamic. Dynamic. They're showing I am gonna have to piggyback after uh, off of Dan's take there. Yeah. I really like the Cowboys in this game, especially because um, Sam Darnold doesn't have CMC. Um, again, Chuba Hubbard, we all we all can appreciate and love. I think we want him to be in the NFL for a long time. Uh, my question is going to be, who's going to dominate in the backfield for the Cowboys? Yeah. Is it going to be Zeke again, mm-hmm. like last week, or is it going to be Pollard? Because they have a pretty good one-two punch as well. Agreed. And I just think that that one-two punch can uh, you know, knock out those Panthers, knock them off of that undefeated streak so far, put Sam Darnold on his bottom oh maybe he'll fall on his bosom yes we could see another butt fumble oh joey calling a second butt fumble of joey, joey calling butt a butt fumble, fumble. Calling a butt will fumble? there be a butt fumble this week i think there i do i'm just i feel it i feel yeah. it in my vander esh i think the cowboys defense has i, I it. think leighton vander esh is gonna lay out sam darnold and then micah sam parsons yeah. who micah parsons who micah Parsons. All I want to say about Micah Parsons, Dan, I'll ask you this. Where did Micah Parsons go to college? Just one of the worst schools of all time. Just, I know, like, we we haven't mentioned it yet. I don't think we have. Have we mentioned? If you go to Penn State automatically, that's going to make me pick against your team. But in this case, I'm still picking the Cowboys in this one. Okay, so you said something and then you immediately went back on it. Stop making fun of me. (laughs) But going back onto this enough, Joseph... Going back on to this, back will on. the Panthers be able to keep it up without CMC? No. I think Robbie Anderson gets one touchdown. Calling I it. think he gets three catches. One of them's a touchdown. Yeah. See, I disagree. I don't think Sam Darnold, when he sees Robbie Anderson, yeah. he thinks back to his Adam Gase Jets days, and he does not want to go there. He just he has a case of PTSD. I don't think he can physically throw to Robbie Anderson a good pass. He'll just revert back to his old form. I think that they do well, but I just, for some reason, I don't think Robbie Anderson's going to be yeah. uh, productive as he but has a Back, been so Joey, I know you asked this question of, it might have been a rhetorical question of which running back is going to be fed. I think Dallas's thing is they both, both it's kind of like the Browns. Either one of them, if either of them plays hot, they'll start feeding that running back. So both of them are so good at this point because 
in the beginning of the year, people, even two weeks into the year after Paul had his super hot game, people like Zeke's done, Zeke's out. I think the past two weeks, Zeke has kind of proved that he's still, especially last week, has some juice in him. He's still, he's a smart running back. He's definitely more of a physical than agility running back than he used to be, but Zeke's still going to have those games, but Pollard has really proved himself. Either one of those running backs, whoever does well, uh, it doesn't matter for them. Just one of them's hot. It's really their offensive line. Cowboys offensive line has been so much more improved this year since last season. They're going to use the run game, but still they can all, like Dan said, don't be surprised if they go back to that passing game at some point yeah. this year. Yeah. Any other comments on this game, guys? Um, I'm ready to move on. Did yep, we all we all picked the Cowboys then? We did. Yep. That's, That's we're we're not disagreeing much so far this no, week. No, that the only split so far. I has I, been, I uh, will say Batman. I know this next game that I'm gonna talk about. We're gonna have a split in it because it kills me to say it. Our next game is gonna be the Browns versus the Vikings. I do my weekly picks every week, and it killed me to write this because as a Browns fan, I obviously hate seeing the Browns lose. However, it is. Not fun to see. I Not fun to see yeah. at all. Vikings are super underrated this year. Very underrated. Their offense is, it, even though they have Kirk Cousins, we mentioned this before, we're definitely not a pro Kirk Cousins type of podcast, but he's good enough to get the job done. They have multiple mm-hmm. good receiving targets. Yeah, Dalvin Cook and Madison are both good. That's the issue this week. On paper, I think the Browns should win this, but the Browns are coming into a tough environment in Minnesota. Two great defenses and or two great offenses, I'll say, with defenses that have a lot to prove. So the Browns had that amazing defensive game last week. It, that's going to be the deciding factor. If the Browns defense yeah. shows up, I think Browns win this easily. If the Browns are slower, maybe Joe Woods has some some sort of bad calls. But I think on paper the Browns should win this. However, I'm going to pick the Vikings in this. That's just my guts telling me Vikings are going to come out strong and Browns might come out slow. That hurts me emotionally, Justin. It hurts me mentally, physically. I like cried myself to sleep after I wrote it. And I had one of my friends came up to me and he's like, hey, I saw your TikTok. Looks like you're picking the Vikings this week. And I was just like, shut up, shut up. I don't want to hear it. Yes, I picked them, but I'm getting worked up now. Just move on. What do you speak? Yeah, I feel bad for you, Justin. Feel free to just take a moment off this side. Um, we're gonna let Dan talk about the game now because you know we're gonna go support our team. So, Dan. all right, I have the Browns. I think we're gonna run it, and we're gonna run it hard. And I don't know who's gonna tackle Nick Chubb or Cream Hunt this entire game. Also, I think this is gonna be close. This is gonna be a good game. I feel like it's gonna be a football and game, and I'm I feel. Like, the Browns might be losing by at least 10 points at halftime. And I think the Browns are going to come back and win this. That would be a huge game for Baker Mayfield. He doesn't yeah, have a lot of those exactly. come from behind wins. For sure. It's usually we're winning at halftime, and then we blow it in the third or fourth clo- quarter. That's usually the case with all Browns' losses of all time. That's true. So you're picking the Browns? I got the Browns. I, mean, I, I think they're good. win. That's interesting, yes, I think, and I like that take. I think the Browns got it. I like and Skull Nation. Skull Nation. Well, Skull. one thing that Skull. we haven't mentioned Skull. yet. Skull! Skull! One thing that Proceed. we haven't mentioned yet is the fact that Kevin Stefanski is going to oh. Minnesota for oh. his revenge game. Oh. Yeah. I think he is hungry. And yeah. he is going to be calling plays to the best of his ability. He's going to be the coach that we need in this one. Um, it's Baker Mayfield versus Kirk Cousins, a matchup of the above yes. average, underappreciated QBs who get the job done when they're efficient. And that's yes. hard to do. Uh, they're underappreciated. Um, it's just going to be a matter of who can establish the run game first, um, whose defense will step up. I believe you, you asked the question, who's going to tackle Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt? I think there's one guy on that team that can, and that's Kendricks on, on the Vikings. Mm-hmm. Um who can tackle Dalvin Cook and Alexander Mattinson? I think there's one guy on the Browns, oh. and it's JOK. So oh. we're going to see how this one plays out. They're two very, very, very similar teams just by the nature of Kevin Stefanski coming from Minnesota yeah. and the way that he played. Lots of influences there, the way you set up your team. And so I'm going to be taking the Browns in this one as well. Oh. When it's this close, I can't pick against my favorite team. Yeah. Who's your favorite team? Penn State. Oh, okay. Um, no, the Cleveland Browns will be winning this one. So another split house. Justin disagreeing. 
but I can see I can see a world where the Vikings win in this one. Yeah. I just I want Miles Garrett to sack Kirk Cousins a couple of times. Yeah. That would be nice. Yeah. I would like to see Miles Garrett come around that edge, ferocious, mm. just spit coming out of his mouth, and then a nice hard hit on Kirk. He lays him down. No, Miles Garrett, if you hear him speak. He's like a very intelligent and like soft-spoken guy. Very. Soft-spoken. I think when he sacks Kirk, he's gonna say, "Good day," but he's gonna oh. sack. He's him. actually gonna rock him to sleep. Yes. Yeah. In the yes. pocket, he's just gonna you know cuddle him, rock a bye, baby. Rock a bye, Kirky. It's it's gonna I be like that. The, story. I liked the vocals, Justin, bringing out the the song. I if you guys didn't know, I actually like I make a ton of music and like I'm kind of an artist. I appreciate that. You're welcome. What's our next game? Our next game? Let's get into it. Our next game will be... Let me pull it up here because I'm terrible at keeping my phone open. It's going to be the Indianapolis Colts and the Miami Dolphins. That is the one I have next. Me too. Nice. And I think that the Colts are underperforming this year. They're 0-3. I mean, they've played some tough teams. Yeah. Uh, I hope they're able to change that narrative. They had a strong defense last year. Um, and I, I think that if they return to that type of dominance in this game, that they'll be able to uh, win it out. I know Jacoby yeah. Brissett's, you know, coming back for a revenge game of his own this week. Oh. We'll see how he does. Glad you brought that um, up. Thank you. Um, but I think the middle to above average defense, like, like the Colts this year, yeah. If they keep pressure on Wentz, they win their first game. I'm taking the Indianapolis Colts. You mean on Brissett? Yes, that's what okay. I'm doing. You're oh. good. You're good. Just be careful with that because yes, because Wentz is on. That was that was yeah. stupid. It was. That was my. It's apologies. okay. Just I'm just it. so worried about Wentz getting sacked that I, <laughs> I I see why I think you said that is because I think it's gonna be the opposite effect. Yes. I think Miami's even though the Colts have such a good O line. Wentz is so bad at just, like, timing his throws. He yes. sits there. I think Wentz is going to get sacked. Well, I think yes. this game's going to be super close because it's going to be both those sides because that's Brissett's issue also, whereas Brissett's not as mobile as you'd like him no, to be. he isn't. He kind of sits in the pocket a little bit too long. However, what I think is going to be deciding factor, and why I'm glad you mentioned it, it's the Jacoby Brissett revenge game. That's going to be my big thing. Other thing is, Colts are desperate right now. Dolphins are, I think, at this point, they look like the better coach team, even though I like the Colts coaching staff. Right now, the Dolphins look like a mentally better team than the Colts. Colts are desperate. Dolphins aren't. Dolphins are still in that. They're in a fighting game. I'm taking Miami. Interesting take. Yeah. Split house. Again, Dan. I'm going straight with Colts. No question about it. I hate Miami. I hate Tua. Um, I think Wentz plays all right this game. I think Brissett plays all right. I think they both throw one interception. Yeah. And I think this is going to be a low-scoring game, like 17-14. Yeah, it's not. It's going to be a a classic old-school yeah. football game. Maybe 20 points Hard, total. I, I hope in those, when we talk about like a football game, there's got to uh, be blood. There's got to uh, be dirt. It's got to be muddy. And, I, yeah, That's what I, I hope. Want. It's in Miami, so I hope it's just pouring the whole time. Yeah, that would be the game I, what would be my most favorite outcome is if there's a hurricane mid game that yeah. hits the field and they have to play through that rain. Like I hope it's the fourth quarter when it quits, when it hits, yeah. because they're not calling the game at that point. No, but they play it. through. It's in the rain. I hope it's a football game. That's what I want. You hope it's a football game. I like to hear yeah. that. Yeah. Um, so we got two for the Colts, one for the Dolphins. Again, it's going to be about who creates more pressure for the quarterback, and it's going to be who performs better under that pressure, Wentz yeah. or Brissett. Um, moving on, I believe uh, Justin has our next game lined up there for us. Yeah, I actually have it open right in front of me. As a matter of fact, I have the Giants at the Saints. Coming up Ooh. right now, Saints are favored by seven points. So, like I said, big gambling guy, my comment on it, I think Giants are going to cover but I'm taking Saints to win. Just overall, the Giants play all, they're similar in aspect to the Lions where I actually think they're a decently coached team. The Giants' main issue is their quarterback, Daniel Jones. Until they get rid of him, they're going to lose games this year, but they're going to fight hard. They're going to keep this game close, but I think the Saints are going to prevail in this one. The Giants can steal this one, so I, in this one, I wouldn't be surprised if the Giants ended up winning this. 
However, the Saints are inconsistent. So that would be the scenario. If Jameis comes out cold, their offense comes out cold, then yes, Giants can win this. However, I'm picking the Saints to win overall. Yeah. Either one of you, Daniel. Yeah, thoughts? this is my one of my locks of the week. I think Jameis plays pretty good. They're playing the Giants, so mm-hmm. we've seen glimpse of things from them, glimpse of Saquon. I mean, Daniel Jones is a better runner than Saquon in the first place. And all the talks that, oh, the Giants have a bad old line. Saquon's, like, so good. Daniel Jones outruns him every single game. I'm going to ask this again. Dan, where did Saquon Barkley go to college? Penn State. Yes. That's why. That is the entire reason why he's bad. And the Giants are bad. Yep. So I got Saints. They're playing at home. Their stadium looks really weird. It looks like a theater, and there's, like, no fans because of a yeah. weird stadium. But yes. I think Jameis looks good in the black and black and gold. He, he'll he be wearing a visor. Yes. And Dripped out. Saints are the better drippy team. Yeah. That's for sure. Oh, for sure. They have a lot more swag. Yes. Than Alvin Kamara as well. He's oh, always yeah. dripped out. He's got a chain yep. rolling. I think the Saints got this. I agree. I think we're all – I'm taking the Saints as well. I'm yep. just going to start my prediction off with that. Um, you guys covered a lot of the things I did want to talk about. Uh, D- and Daniel Jones against Jameis Winston. I mean, that's a fun quarterback matchup. Yeah, it is. Uh, just for the memes uh, that come from both of those QBs. I think the Saints are going to win. The mo- they're motivated. They can't. They were in New Orleans for the first time this past week since the hurricane. They all they mm-hmm. went ecstatic when they hit the ground on that play. Oh, yeah. They have a motivation. We know how a New Orleans Saints team can play yes. with hurricane motivation. Yeah. They do it for the That's city. True. They do it for those people. I think Kamara, I think Winston, I think Callaway, they come out and they they win it for their city. Yeah. I think they're going to come out in some saintly and holy glory oh. and with the power of the Saints. Yeah, I agree. Saints win this one against the Giants. Yep. Yeah. Dan, I think you got our next game first. Yep, we got Tennessee at New York Jets, MetLife Stadium. Mm-hmm. What are we thinking about this one? Well, Derrick Henry's going to feed. <laughs> yeah. He's going to absolutely yep. eat so many meals in this <laughs> yeah. game. Yeah. He's hungry, and he's going to look to quench that hunger. Ooh. Yeah. I think because A.J. Brown... Because Julio Jones, they're both out in this one. Yeah. They're going to have to rely heavily on that dominant run game. And I think they can against the Jets. Yeah. Um, should be a win for the Titans. I think it's easy for me, even though they're missing key players. Um, really, the only question that I have is, like, when will Zach Wilson finally step up? Never. Um, I think, <laughs> well, I mean, and that's a fair point up until these past weeks so far. Um, I mean, he really, he just has to mix more conservative play into his, like, yeah, he does. very risky game yeah. style. Um, and I just don't think that happens in this one. I'm taking the, I'm taking the Titans. Yep. I'm going Titans too. I think the Jets keep it somewhat close within a touchdown. Mm-hmm. And I think Zach Wilson has a better game than he's had just because the Titans are kind of iffy for me, but I think he's still one or two interceptions at least minimum yeah i think he's just gonna be trying to do something late game if it's close we it might not be derrick henry might run for 400 yards and six touchdowns like he usually does but yeah i got titans this should be an easy one for them justin uh i'm taking titans as well i will say i agree that it's gonna be close only because julio aj brown being out as much as uh derrick henry i think will do well i think Everybody knows they're going to be forced to run the ball a lot more than even they would like. Jets do have an underrated defense. That's the one promising thing the Jets do have. I think if anything, maybe they'll be able to slow him down. But again, Zach Wilson's going to throw a thousand interceptions. And the New Jersey Jets, (laughs) New Jersey, not New York, New Jersey, they're going to lose this one. Yep. That's my thoughts on it. Yep. Joey, next game. Yeah. I mean, nothing else to say there about that one. I agree yeah. that they'll keep it close. I think it's going to be interesting. Oh, for I'm sure. I'm excited. Um, for I'm certain. Just, yeah. The Jets, it's hard to, you know, pick them. Yeah, yes. Um, so I believe that my next matchup is going to be the Kansas City Chiefs, mm-hmm. who are located in Missouri, by the way. Yep. Missouri against, Chiefs. Yep. Missouri Chiefs. Wow. At the Philadelphia Eagles. Yes, sir. 
Um, Jalen Hurts had a strong performance in week one. Came out proving me wrong because I was a hater in the offseason. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, he's, but since then, he's fallen flat. Big time. Um, looking to, you know, connect with Devontae Smith more. Connect with... Um, Rager? Yes, Jalen Rager. I was about to say Aguilar, but he's on the Patriots <laughs> no. now. Um, God. Yeah. Goodness. Ew. I can't believe I would ever get that mixed up. I'm sorry. Um, but I just think that the e- the Eagles defense won't adequately prepare for Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey. The Chiefs, they're last in their division. They're not going to let that slide. Andy Reid, Justin mentioned this earlier, feeding on those I, Phillies. I, I want to say this. Okay. Yeah. I want to say Justin this part. About this one. Okay. So this is like as personal as personal can get for me because I'm a big food guy. However... I think if there's a food guy in the NFL, it's Andy Reid. I wake up this morning. Joey actually slept over at my house last night. We were baking cookies and knitting. And then I wake up the morning. I'm like, Joey, Joey. Yeah. I wake up. I get a notification on my phone. And all I hear, Andy Reid's only comment that is titled on this game is, I've never had a bad cheesesteak in Philadelphia. That is it. I think that's going to be the deciding factor. Andy Reid's going to have minimum... 10 cheesesteaks this game might have a heart attack at halftime chiefs are going to eat second game i have something about the cheesesteaks because andy reed said that i know the chiefs are going to win but i have had a bad cheesesteak in philadelphia i've heard that before i was right off of temple's campus so in a good part of the city (laughs) um and i went to i don't don't remember because it was so bad i've been to gino's which is the tourist attraction of all tourist attractions in philly but it was right off of Temple's campus, and it was funny. They have, like, pictures outside of Geno's and the big places of, like, celebrities that have been there. And the only celebrity that has been to that cheesesteak spot in Philly was Markel Fultz. Really? So how ironic is that, that the yeah. worst <laughs> Philly sports player of all time has been there? Yes. And it was not good. And that's just what the Chiefs are going to do against the Eagles this week. Agreed. Is this the second game in a row where Andy Reid has to go to the hospital? I genuinely, I I think he has so many cheesesteaks coming into, as soon as they get there, he's making one stop. It's going to be cheesesteak. They got off the plane. Mm -hmm. Oh, Coach Reid, you got any plans for this evening? Cheesesteak. He's got it called up. He's got multiple cheesesteaks lined up. He's going to have one mid-game. I think that's going to be. He's going to have to take I don't want to bet on this because, honestly, I do love Andy Reid. Obviously, don't want him to get hurt. Oh, no. I want him to enjoy some cheesesteaks. That's what I, 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 really, I hope he does too. All I right. hope Jackson Mahomes gets oh, yeah. a bad one. Oh my yeah. goodness! I, I hope, hope that Jackson Mahomes. Jackson I hope go. somebody spits in yeah. his cheesesteak and then pours that spit the cheesesteak on him. I hope there's no sweets at the uh, Eagle Stadium, oh so they gosh. have to like sit around. Yes, other, because they're all privileged of privileged, and he just gets to sit up and make TikToks. One comment on this: sweet. I know we're talking a lot about this game, yeah. but. I think this is important. You know, Philly fans, imagine what they would do to Jackson Mahomes if he poured water on them. Oh, my That's God. That's all I'm going to say. It would not be yeah. like that Ravens fan who just cheered after. Yeah, he just celebrated. I think Jackson Mahomes would, he would, would, die. He would join yeah. Andy Reid in the yeah. hospital. Yeah. yeah, agreed. All right, Yeah. Next. moving on. We are on to our 4 p.m. games. Next Eastern slate of time. games. 4.05. 4 p.m., 4.05, 4.30 Eastern time. Eastern time. Eastern time. If you didn't know, we live in the East Coast. We actually were both from, we're all from the Carolinas. So just putting that out there if you want to peep that up. But all Carolinas, all Browns fans too, which is like super. It's crazy. But moving on, my first game for us is the Cardinals at the Rams. And a couple thoughts on this game. One, I already predicted this. It's going to be a high scoring affair. However, I do think if there's a better defense in this game, Definitely got to be the Rams. That's going to be the deciding factor in this one because I think Kyler is going to keep it close. However, Kyler plays a little bit too risky. I just like he's kind of like Zach Wilson in the fact that sometimes he's too risky, but however, he's much more talented in the fact that he's mobile. He can get away with it. I don't think it'll work against a defense like the Rams where you got Aaron Donald running in your face, Jalen Ramsey, whether he's blitzing or just lockdown coverage. That's the deciding factor. I do think that. In the NFC West, this is a big win for both of them as they are the top teams in the NFC West so far. Big divisional matchup. However, Rams are at the top of the world. So 
after beating the Bucks, right now, everybody's Rams Super Bowl favorites. Mm-hmm. I won't be surprised if the card that might lead into something, whether it's coming up. Rams are going to fall one game. Not going to be this week, though. Rams are going to win this one. I agree with Justin that eventually we'll see them lose a couple yes. of games. Yes. I mean, just because no team is perfect, and they're nope. going to get a little bit cocky, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to have to agree with Justin again when I say the Rams win this one. Um, this is one of my locks. I had actually last week the Rams losing to the Bucks, but I think that these you know two top-tier NFC teams, Stafford, Cup, Higby, Jackson – they're all gonna celebrate in the end zone together. I hope. I hope Deshaun Jackson. I think he. I, I hope he waits long enough at the end zone that his yes. whole team can join the celebration. Again, you know? just like when McVay, mm. when Sean McVay ran over, that was electric. Exactly. Electric. Electric. And then the Cardinals' offense. I mean, they'll they'll have to look to be more consistent and less reliant on Kyler uh, Kyler Murray's just yeah athleticism and crazy abilities. Mm. Um, we saw him running all around the pocket and every single week this year. He had a rushing touchdown last year, or last game. It's We need more consistent play. We need yeah. uh, D-Hop, Christian Kirk, getting more... Uh, Rondell Moore. Yes. Uh, I just think they need to James be a little Connor. bit more consistent. James Conner. James Conner. Yeah. Excited yeah. for him. I got the Rams as well. I think they got this easily. It's going to be a shootout. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. Rams come out and play well, but Kyler Murray also shows some talent of his. Yeah. I don't think Aaron Donald's going to touch Kyler Murray this game. Oh. You think he's I, going to be well yes. I think Kyler is just going to slip his way out of Aaron Donald just because yeah. Aaron Donald's like a polar bear and he just falls on people. He does. He's strong, but like he's like ridiculously yeah. fast, strong polar bear. But Kyler, he gets yeah. outside of the pocket. Kyler doesn't he knows. run through. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Kyler that. knows, but Rams got this. Yeah, I agree. I think we are back to Dan for our next game. Yep, Daniel, what's our next game? Next game: Seattle Seahawks at San Francisco 49ers. Big game. Big game here on this one. Huge. I mean, it's an NFC matchup. Um, that's always exciting to see. And again, it's the NFC West all facing each other this week. Yeah, love it. Um, I think the 49ers take this one. I think they played well against the Packers. I like the Seahawks this year. I think their offense is great. They just tend to disappear in the second half. I agree. And I just don't think that changes this one. Um, I think that we continue to see that the 49ers, um, use Trey Lance in key yeah. in key spots where they need a, a first down or a touchdown. And I, I'm I'm betting that we see one again this yeah, game. I think I'm so. taking the 49ers over the Seahawks. I hoped that it's a high scoring game just because I have Tyler Lockett on my team. Ooh. And so it would be nice to see him score a couple of touchdowns. And I think he will in that first half. Yeah. However, Seahawks blow it in the second. Justin, do you agree with that? So here are my thoughts, and I'll just go right out and set it. I'm picking Seattle in this one. Ooh. My reason being, these are kind of the opposite of the Rams and the Cardinals. Although the 49ers have more wins, those have not looked like good wins by any means necessary. The Niners have yet to have a good win this year where they like looked really good. Like Two years ago, when they were that Super Bowl caliber team, their defense looked amazing. Their running game was amazing. They were able to throw the ball this year. I I just don't see it. I do think Seattle is going to come out hungry this week. They were freaking out after last week. They had a bad loss, two bad losses in a row for them, Mm -hmm. where both of those games they were winning at some point. Really, they just came out flat last week. Mm -hmm. I do think that's going to be fixed this week. I do think they are a well enough coach team where they can come back from that. Defense is going to keep this game closer, but... I think Seattle's offense is so much better than the 49ers that that's going to be the difference maker. Only the way 49ers win this one is if Trey Lance gets some playing time. That's my prediction. So if they've been going with Jimmy G, stick with that. Seattle is going to win this game. However, Trey Lance, if they put him in and like just keep him in, then sure, then I'll give it. But right now, I'm picking Seattle because of that reasoning. Well, and they, Seattle's also lost two straight. Mm-hmm. They have. I know a lot of the players and the coaches and the media have been focusing on that. Yep. I don't think they've lost three straight in a long time. Mm-hmm. I don't know exactly, but I know Pete Carroll 
uh, Bobby Wagner, you got Russell Wilson, DK Metcalf. They're motivated to win. Regardless, it's going to be exciting. Yeah. Dan, who do you have? I have the 49ers. I think the Seahawks, since last season, that playoff game, I think they haven't been themselves. I know they have a crazy offense with Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. DK, one of the best receivers in the league, in my opinion. But I think the 49ers stay hot-ish, and I think they pull this off somehow against the Seahawks. Yeah. I think the Seahawks are just a little inconsistent, and Russell Wilson sometimes has bad games, and this might be one of them. I mean, they rely so heavily on his gameplay, a little bit like the mm-hmm. Cardinals, although Chris Carson is very good, I'd yeah. say, as well. They, they utilize the running yeah, I, I genuinely, <laughs> I would argue Chris Carson might be the most underrated running back in the league, one of them, at minimum, because nobody really talks about him, but he's one of those three-down running backs where he has nobody on. People always bring it up, they're like, all right, this is going to be the year, they're going to bring in another running back to use wisdom, but they haven't, mm-hmm. and like he's done well. He's never yeah. looked back in that role. I think he he's one of those running backs where he can do it all. He's almost like, I would say he's like a mini Dalvin Cook, where He's still really good in the passing game. They don't use him as much in the passing game, obviously, as Dalvin, but he can do it all. They don't have a good enough like O-line and run game for him to do that, but love Chris Carson. I'm a big Chris Carson guy, just putting that out there. But I do agree with your guys' takes, though. I, I, I don't love my pick of the Seahawks, but still, I'm yeah. sticking with it. Sticking with it. I all agree. Right. Joey, uh, I believe it's you for our next game. So it's going to be the Baltimore Ravens and the Denver Broncos. I know we talked about this one a little bit, the Broncos mm-hmm. being um, coming off of wins against bad teams. The Ravens, Dan said earlier, one of the best that can win against anyone. Yeah, they can. Yeah. It's just going to be a matter of how consistent can Lamar be, mm-hmm. how consistent can that offense be. Um, I know that with the injuries to their running back core, I mean, that's hurt them a lot, especially with one of the uh, top-rated running back rooms yep, and yep. running offenses in the league. Um, but they've come back from that well. They're mm-hmm. still a top-tier run offense this year. I think that they continue to keep the run game going against mm-hmm. this stout Broncos yeah. defense. I love the Broncos defense this year. I do like Teddy Bridgewater. I like the Broncos. I just think the Ravens take this one. Mm-hmm. I think that, like Dan said earlier, they can win against anyone, mm-hmm. and the Broncos are anyone. Yeah, I'm taking the Ravens. I got Ravens too. I think Lamar is third right now, or fourth in rushing yards in the entire league. So, including running backs, he is third or fourth. One yeah. of those two. Yes. But he is right he up is. there in the top five in rushing yards. As well as he can still throw the ball, I think he can pretty much throw it wherever he wants on the field but also we all know he has that running game and I think the Broncos just won't keep up with them yeah. I think the Ravens win this is one of my locks but I think the Broncos might have a chance yeah I mean the the thing is is the Broncos just have such safe consistent and solid play yeah. I mean it's gonna be it's gonna be a good game it's just a matter of who gets up early yeah. And who makes the least mistakes? Yep. I think yeah. the Ravens are prone to make more mistakes, but I also think that they have a much higher ceiling. Justin, yeah. would you agree with that one? Oh, 100%. So I think the Ravens are going to be the more inconsistent team, whereas they're going to have games like they did against the Chiefs where they're peak, they could win the Super Bowl at that level. Other game they'll have is the next week where they play the Lions, and they honestly probably should have lost that game. They play yeah. down to competition. They play yeah. down to competition. But I will say... Broncos are not a bad team. They're a very consistent team. However, they played an awful schedule so far. I'm picking the Ravens as well. I think this is going to be the shocker game for the Broncos where they have to play that good team. I think Ravens are going to play up to that playing field. Ravens are going to win this one. Enough said. It is going to be an, it's an exciting time to be a Broncos fan. It is. Just because you, you know, started off so like hot. Yeah. You, you know they're all questioning whether or not they're actually good. Like when the Browns, when they would win a couple of games early, which was pretty rare, yeah. I know for a fact I was always like, all right, but we've won against bad teams. When is yeah. that good team going to come along yep. and beat us? I just think that's this game for the Broncos. Yeah. So. Agreed. Uh, I think it's our next game then, folks. This one's me. Uh, we have the Steelers at the Packers. Oh. And I already picked this as one of my locks of the week, so I don't really have too much to say on it. My only comment, even though I am picking the Packers in this to win overall, 
I do think the Packers are slightly overrated now in the sense that people are assuming they're the same team that they were last year. I like, yes. Even though the Packers are really good, obviously Rodgers is going to play hard right now. Adams is playing hard. They don't look as good as they did last year. I do think the Steelers, even though Ben's done, Ben sucks, their offense is going to suck for the most part. Their defense is still going to keep them in these types of games, but Packers are going to win this one. That's all my comments on it. I agree. I got Packers. I think Najee Harris will have a good game, mm-hmm. but just that passing game with Ben, I don't know what he's going to do. Yeah. He may throw for 400 yards and three touchdowns, but he may throw for 300 yards and two touchdowns and four interceptions. Yeah. It's just one of those games for Ben. And the Packers are just good. I don't, I'm not going to forget about week one, though, against the Saints. No, you can't. For the Packers. But we'll see. Let's see if the Steelers give them a test. But I, mean, I got Packers. I have the Packers as well. Um, according to ESPN, this is the first time since the Super Bowl where Aaron Rodgers and Ben Roethlisberger have played each other, um, which was a very long time yeah, ago. It was. Almost, I think it was nine years ago. I think it's over. I th- was it 11, 2011? I think. Oh, so 2011. So 10, 10 years yeah, ago. Go, 10 years ago. And, I mean, there's just it's amazing that they're both still in the league. It is. Uh, Big Ben shouldn't be. I think he should have retired after last season. I think that's the one thing. Like, I honestly, like, you look at the Steelers' offense. Yes. And the problem, yeah, Okorafor is bad on the offensive line. They have problems there. But, I mean, their wide receiver, Chase Claypool. I'm not going to mention John Smith. No. Um, Deontay Johnson is coming back in this one. Yeah, You got James Washington, drop boy. I mean, you got Najee. Ebron, drop boy. Yes. Butterfingers. Butterfingers. Yeah. Um... But, I mean, again, the only thing that's holding them back is Big Ben. And as much as they've had injuries to their defense and they're strong defensively, they're just lacking that offensive game plan because of Big Ben. He's holding them back. They can't plan anything other than short slant routes and out routes. Yeah, Yeah. so the one question I'll put out of there, and this can be the final talking point on this game, my thing is I don't think the Steelers do it just because Ben is such a prolific figure. But they're almost at the point where Ben has looked so bad yeah. this year where it's almost like if they want to win, they have to make a QB change. Fact. But I don't think they'll do that to no. Ben midseason, so no. they're going to lose no. because of that. I agree that they don't do anything with that just because of how much he has yes. done for that franchise. Yep. Um, but one thing, it's just going to be very funny. I don't know how cold it's going to be in Green Bay this yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. going to be funny seeing Big Ben just wrapped up yeah. and yeah. like – Long I don't think we're there yet, but long. we're no. almost there. We're almost in that point where Dang. Ben's just going to be thick in mm-hmm. his gear. Thick Ben. Thick uh, Ben. We'll see if his beard comes back this season, yes. too. I oh think it, he'll have to pull it out. Ben will get in this like weird, depressive state like he did after the Browns game where like he, he's so going to go back into his and old ways. Him. Yep. Yep. Beer, you, you don't need to say anymore. I think if you know Ben's story, he's going to go back into his old ways. But yeah. I think that's all we need to really say on this game. Can I bring yeah, up one more go point? Ahead. Go ahead. I love the way that the Green Bay Packers offensive coordinator has utilized the connection between Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. Yeah. I think they're doing something right now, putting trust in their quarterback that isn't done in most cases. Agreed. They're having Devontae Adams run routes over the middle you know, 10 or 15 yards further than they would for a normal team just because they have that much trust in Aaron Rodgers' arm and their connection together. And I think that's the problem with week one is that they didn't have that connection. But now they have the same game plan, but they're getting used to it. I just don't think teams are ready to stop that, and the Steelers won't either. Agreed. Yep. All right, well... Now, we do have Sunday night football. Oh, I believe, oh, Dan, oh, this one's up week. to you. What's our Sunday night we football game this Tampa week? We got Tampa Bay, the yep. return back to New England in Foxborough at Gillette Stadium. Huge game. Huge game. Do we even want to talk about this game? I just have the Bucks yeah. winning. Bucks. I think I heard a question online. Do you think the Patriots fans are going to cheer for Brady when he comes yeah, out? Yeah, I, I do. I think, I think they they're, they, they're going to cheer for Brady. I think so. Here's my prediction just really quick. Again, we all picked Bucks in this. We know this. I think Brady and Belichick are going to shake hands. They're going to – people are, people want Tom Brady to stab yeah. Belichick <laughs> in the throat, which is funny like and kids. cool as that would yeah. be. I think they kiss like Tom Brady does to his son. They're going to lock lips at some point. 
when that happens, they're just going to be like, oh, oh, I miss you. It's going to be fake, obviously. Yeah, but Bucks are going to yeah. kill him. I mean, Mac Jones just, again, we can't put enough faith yeah. in him to be yeah. a team Super like the Bowl Buccaneers. Champions. Exactly. Agreed. And I don't think that the Patriots are a bad team. I mean, they're not great, but again, Mac Jones can't do it. Their defense hasn't been coming together recently. Yeah. And um, Buccaneers pull it out on this one. Yeah. yeah. And you know half the half the crowd is going to have their Tom Brady jersey on. Yeah, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah. Dan, any more on that, or we could no, do? I our, got nothing. Yeah, Joey, what's Talk our what's our final game? We got another divisional matchup. Whoa. You know we love those divisional matchups. Yeah, we do. We got the Las Vegas Raiders and the San Diego Superchargers. Oh. Monday Night Football. This Los is a good Angeles game. Chargers. Yeah, this um, is a good game. Yeah. Great oh game. my gosh, both teams are hot. Probably, this year. if I had to guess, even though there are a couple good games this week, I think this is game of the week. I agree. Well, and the thing is, is it's going to be hard to predict this one just because. Mm-hmm. Both teams have been hot. I disagree. No, I'm kidding. Okay, then oh. then why don't you start us off with your pick then, Justin? No. Oh. Uh, so, I will agree in the fact that, yeah, this one's hard to predict. I do like messing with Joey and saying that it isn't. So, yeah, I'll stick with that. I think my pick is 100% going to happen. And if it doesn't happen, then, Joey, you can do whatever you want to me after the game. I'm going to put that on the line right Ooh, now. Okay. I'm picking the Chargers to win oh, this one. Okay. I love the Raiders. Raiders are like my team where I love John Gruden just as much as I love Dan Campbell. He's one of those coaches where he's just like, you love him. You love his play style. He's a football coach. He is a football coach. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say that. Is. However, just even on paper, just how both teams play, Chargers are the better team right now. Just in general, I think their defense can compete just as much as the Raiders can. I do think Derek Carr, like I said, Chris Carson's probably the most underrated running back. Derek Carr's one of the most underrated quarterbacks. And the fact that he did have an MVP caliber season, he is having an MVP caliber season this year. I believe he's leading the league in passing yards. Like 90% so. sure on that. I think. I don't know. Uh, Joey, you can Joey, fact, fact check, check that for me if you want. But... On paper, I think the Chargers won this one. That's all I need to say. Dan, thoughts? I got Raiders. They're 3-0. I never would have imagined that. The, coming into this season, I don't really like pay attention to the Raiders. Mm-hmm. But I know the Chargers are good, are good. They just beat the Chiefs. But in L.A., their stadium's really cool. But I think the Raiders win. I think that Carr has another good game. Starts off strong, and I'm calling a game-winning field goal for the Raiders. Down two. Yeah. Daniel Carlson gets, that would be crazy. gets the game winner for Vegas. That's all I, I, I know Daniel Carlson has some big meaning for Dan. I, yeah. I, I'll say that. I this agree. Is, we're I not going to put yeah. the information out there. No. All we need to say... That's big me. I actually, yeah. I do love that call. I do think this is going to be a close game, though. They're going to be down by two, three seconds yes. less, Carlson, yeah. with the game winner. And I really don't know. This is a 50-50 choice. I just picked the Raiders. I agree. Well, and again, because of how versatile or volatile, I'm going to say, volatile. Yeah, the uh, divisional matchups are, it's, it's any given Sunday. I bring that up every week. But any given Sunday, a team can win. I... Was kind of hoping that with Justin's comment, we were going to disagree about who we were picking in this yeah. one. I was kind of hoping he was going to pick the Raiders oh. so we could have So, it. since we have that matchup, I think you have to pick the Raiders I, now. But I don't know. I'm not going to because that's not who is going to win. Okay. The Chargers are going that's to win the to game. I think that Justin Herbert, I love their head coach. I love their front office. They're doing very good things on that offense. And their defense is strong, too. And Justin Herbert... People had questions about his regression. He has not had a regression. He is coming out strong, <laughs> firing to Keenan Allen, firing to Mike Williams, and I just think that they are a more elite squad than the Raiders. I think the Raiders are a better overall team, but the Chargers, they, they just they have so much high upside. Yeah. yeah. I think they're going to win yeah. this football yeah. game. All right. Well, folks, I think that was our predictions for this upcoming week, and We will be leading into our outro. All right, guys, before we get our outro, we gave our top five teams in our last episode, our Thursday episode that dropped. I do want to give all of us are going to give our bottom five teams very quickly. So starting off, it's 28 to 32 for me. I got Texans, then the Colts. Then the Lions, 
then the Jaguars, and finally, my last team, worst team in the NFL this year, is the Jets. J-E-C-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. Joey, bottom five teams, go. Falcons, 28. Bears, 29. Giants, 30. Jaguars, 31. Jets, 32. I'm going to correct my list because I just completely forgot the Falcons. (laughs) I'm going to swipe. I'm going to swipe the Colts and the Falcons. I was surprised you had the Colts on there. So only reason I just don't think Colts are good this year. I'll probably put them in. They would be at 27. But Texans, Falcons, Lions, Jaguars, Jets. Daniel, your bottom five. All right, I'll start at 26. Um, Texans. Yeah. And then Falcons. Yeah. And then 28, I have the Steelers. <laughs> and then 29, the Lions. Okay. 30, Jaguars. 31, Giants. 32, Jets. J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. We all had the Jets as our last. Yeah, we did. Love having the Steelers in there as well. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Fourth Quarter Football Podcast. We had a lot of fun giving you our view of the NFL. And if you like us, check us out on all our social media pages at Fourth Quarter Football. And here we go, Brownies. Here we go. Hoo! Hoo!